Welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And today is... All right, I'm I'm interested in seeing if anyone else is going to know what I'm talking about today. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I keep uncovering like spooky things from like my child and preteen years oh, I that I forgot. That. Um, I don't know how I lose these things in like the cobweb cupboard of my memory, but <laughs> they do disappear. But sometimes someone reminds me of them and they come back. And I feel like you're about to unlock a door in my brain and I'm scared. That's what I'm curious. I'm very curious if you also are going to have a door unlocked or if you're going to be like, what are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> so we've talked about Buffy on this podcast, but mm-hmm. before I was into Buffy, I was into another teen facing down the supernatural while trying to live their normal high school life. Did you ever watch Big Wolf on campus? No. All right. Have you have you heard of this? Any idea about I, what this is? I don't think so. All I right. don't know why I thought you were going to say like Danny Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No. All right. So, I'm just I'm just going to give you an intro to this. So this came yeah, up Yeah, give me a um, synopsis. Yes. So, a friend of mine mentioned this. I don't remember in Like, I think she was listening to our podcast and she was like, you should do an episode about Big Wolf on campus. And I was like, oh, my God, I loved Big Wolf on campus and I completely forgot about this. Um, So I have to tell you that I just gave it a very quick goog and Mm -hmm. the the images are hilarious. (laughs) Yes. All right. I can't wait. This was a Canadian TV series. Mm. Um, It was distributed in the U.S. on Fox Family. Um, So it aired in April 1999 and ran for three seasons. So it ended in 2002. And this show was about a high school senior named Tommy Dawkins, who on a camping trip is bitten by a werewolf. And he turns into a werewolf and battles supernatural threats in his hometown while trying to, you know, do high school stuff and get the girl and all of those things. Incredible. Yeah, so he he is definitely like a hot, dumb jock, like a, a himbo, <laughs> a himbo type, like very well-meaning, but like a big doofus. And his, so his, his version of the Scooby gang um, is his, buddy merton dingle who is a nerdy <coughs> goth yep a nerdy like goth guy who figures out his werewolf secret and then he is like a, a paranormal expert and like knows all of these random things and like can like read ancient babylonian and all you know all those kind of like early 2000s <laughs> gags and stuff like like you do when you're goth <laughs> right That's, like you do when you're a goth <laughs> yeah all goths speak ancient babylonian if you didn't know right and the, the thing that's weird about this show, I feel like in um, comparison to like similar types of shows, is that like the whole town knows that there is a werewolf. Like they talk about the Pleasantville werewolf, but like they think he's evil. So like he's always getting blamed for stuff when like he's actually the one who like saved the day. So he doesn't want anyone to know that he's this werewolf. But like so people the, know the about that- it. But the wolf that bit him is 
is not in this town. No. He was out of town camping. He was out of town camping. Okay, so there's not also like an evil wolf. He's he's the wolf. So there are so there are evil wolves that show up like later in the show, okay. but for like the first season, he's just the only werewolf around. Okay. Okay. So the show is a also lone wolf, you might a lone say. wolf indeed. Um, so it's a little bit different from standard werewolf media because he does not transform based on like the moon phases. Mm-hmm. It's like based on any like strong emotions. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I, so I was actually the show. The entirety of the show is on YouTube. So if anyone would like to watch it, um, you can. And I was watching it while I was um, capturing this. And it is, it's, so it's very silly. So I will say that like Buffy aired in 97. So this show is definitely like, I I don't think they ever like say it, but like, it's very much a takeoff of Buffy and it's not exactly a parody, but like, this is definitely like a sitcom kind of. Yeah. Spoof Buffy. Show. Yeah. So it's not like. Spoofy. Yes, it has, it has all of the, it doesn't have any like serious parts really. Um, They even, they have like a weird teen nightclub that people go to like on Buffy. Amazing. Um, Why was that an all nineties television? You just had to, you had to have somewhere where your teens could hang out and do things. It's like in Gilmore Girls too. I'm like, where were these teen nightclubs? We, well, that's not true. I was going to say we certainly didn't have one, but we did. But you didn't go there. <laughs> if you're from Kansas City and you ever went to Orlando's, I'm so sorry. <sighs> but yes, so there are there are definitely like a lot of gags about him like starting to turn into a werewolf when he's like about to kiss a girl and stuff. So like it definitely ties in like any kind of like heightened emotion sort of thing or like he gets like kicked in the balls and turns into a werewolf and stuff like that. Well, and we kind of talked on uh, the Queer for Fear episode how like a lot of werewolf stories are very tied to like um, coming of age, like kind of mm-hmm. puberty stories yes. and kind of linked to the the animalistic tendencies of like your your urges when you're a teenager mm-hmm. and stuff. So that that makes it's a, I mean, it's a. It's a take that makes sense, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yes, I I will say, like, I've always kind of preferred this style of werewolf because I do think it's, you know, kind of sexy to be like, Mm -hmm. oh, my emotions are so strong, where, like, the moon is just like, that feels more like getting your period or something, which (laughs) is less exciting. (laughs) I would say personally, I love uh, I love the romanticism from Goth Penny of being like, oh, I just want a man that when he feels so strongly about me, wolfs out. That's all I want. It's just it's so romantic. True. Uh, I mean, I think did I? I don't remember if I talked about this on our Buffy episode, but like, it remains like one of the like sexiest moments of TV for me when Buffy and Angel are kissing at the ice rink and he wolfs oh, out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, 17 out of 10. So good. So good. But yeah, so Tommy is just this struggling werewolf dude. And I will also say, so like, he is not, he doesn't become like a full body werewolf. So as as a fun fact, um, like the first couple episodes have like a more intense werewolf makeup. But I guess the actor was allergic to the adhesive. Oh, no. So they kind of toned it down. So like, basically you've googled it so you've seen the pictures and if i will post a picture um on our instagram but he has like big furry eyebrows 
yeah. kind of like a mustache sideburn combo, like yellow contacts, fangs, like little pointed ears, and like big fake rubber paws. <laughs> and that yeah. is basically it. So he kind of looks like a like a super villain or so like a like he's got like this like crazy hair yeah the hair gets all uh, goofy yeah which makes it especially funny that like he so like one of like the long-running things and like the whole first season is that you know he's into this girl stacy and he doesn't want her to know that he's a werewolf and so she keeps like their relationship is rocky because he's always like running away in the middle of a date because of werewolf things. But like she sees him <laughs> as a werewolf and does not know that it's him, even though it looks exactly like him <laughs> with weird hair. It's the equivalent of Clark Kent, like putting on some glasses and people right? being like, I had exactly. no idea it was you, Superman. It's yeah, the Hannah so Montana like, effect. <laughs> right. Everyone's like, oh, we got to find this werewolf. Or like there are like bullies at the high school who are like obsessed with hunting the werewolf and like he fights them as the werewolf multiple times and then just turns back into himself and is like whoa guys what happened and they're like oh man and so it's one of those things that's like played for comedy but also a little bit seriously and you're just like this is very silly (laughs) yeah he uh i like the pause i yes (laughs) this is it's very funny and there are there are like a lot of moments where like he starts to transform and is like, oh no. And it'll be like him like looking down and then he holds up his hands and he's got these big dumb paws on. And, like, <laughs> ah. and yeah. like in one of the episodes that I just watched, like Merton, his friend, like basically gives him like a guided meditation and like tries to like soothe him down from becoming a werewolf, <laughs> which is pretty hilarious. Um, but as I mentioned, there is like the love interest in the first season and she actually, the actress, decided to leave the show to go to college after the first season. So they bring in a new love interest in the second season who is like a badass short hair kickboxing girl. Hell yeah. And she like finds out immediately that he's a werewolf and like joins them in fighting evil. And I'm like, this just seems like it was the easiest solution from the beginning. It was, it's kind of weird that you had this whole plot about like not letting her figure stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> She, was, she just walks in. She's like, so you're a wolf, right? Like, <laughs> Pretty much. And they're all like, yeah, this stuff. And there's like all sorts of scenes where like Merton, you know, the goth is like kidnapped by evil women. And of course is like, oh no, don't kidnap me, ladies. <laughs> so no, not a vampire. Oh no. Pretty much. And he is like, um, there, there is like, it's one of those things where, like, I feel like so many of these shows have interesting plot lines that, like, are not explored fully in the show because it is, like, a silly show. But there's a lot of times where he wants to become a werewolf and is, like, jealous of, like, how cool and, like, strong Tommy is. Where Tommy is like, no, this is my curse. Like, this is terrible. I hate being a werewolf. And it's I'm giving, like, it's giving Guillermo. Right? <laughs> i want to be a vampire right i'm like this could have been this could have been a whole like serious plot line but this is a a silly teen show with lots of gags so it never really pops up that much um a fun fact for this show for anyone who is a fan um the actor danny smith who plays merton actually writes and performs the show's theme song oh nice a multi-talent we stand a multi-talented does it have like a a real banger i like it i think it's a i think it's a good jam it's pretty short but like i i used to come home from school every day and watch big wolf on campus and 
I loved the show and I can't believe that I forgot that it existed. I am really surprised I've never heard of it. Yeah, I so having I watched like four episodes while I was doing this and like it's definitely dumb, but I still think it's kind of cute. Like I would I wouldn't not recommend checking it out if you're interested, if you enjoy like kind of cheesy, like early 2000s TV. Well, and I mean, like if you are already a per, I mean, the first season of Buffy is dumb. Yeah. Like when I go back and watch season one, I'm like, this is stupid, but I'm having a great time. Like I love season one, but it's dumb. (laughs) So like, I feel like that was kind of the nature of a lot of these, especially like the, the supernatural programs that were around in this time period were were pretty pretty stupid but a lot of yeah, fun it really so, was you might be getting into this but but like what kind of super supernatural forces are at work like what is he fighting all right there so this is another thing where i'm like you see the parallels to buffy okay it's a lot of the classics um one of the ones I watched today was kind of like a creature from the Black Lagoon swamp monster Ooh. kind of pastiche where it was like a former teacher from, but the twist is it was actually like a former teacher from his high school who like fell into a polluted swamp Gasp. and became a swamp monster. But now he's like coming back to like, everyone's like, oh no, the swamp monster, but he just wants to like reclaim his lost love. And it's very sweet. How does it feel to live my dream to fall into a swamp and become a swamp monster? (laughs) And there, another episode I watched was like basically directly a port from a Buffy episode. I don't know what, how the timing worked out or if it was just like, these are both ideas we have where they disturb a mummy at the museum and the mummy comes back to life and turns itself into a teenager and is trying, of course, to seduce Tommy's girlfriend to be his bride and stuff Amazing. and they have to have to defeat him and i'm like this is exactly inca mummy girl i know but that's my favorite episode so i'm glad that there's <laughs> if i get to experience it with a werewolf then i it's even better yes um there's cat people there are witches there's like a sorority coven episode yeah. um there there's like a spider people episode like evil spider ladies at some point um, there was one that I just watched where a guy comes out of like a 1950s guy comes out of an old etiquette film strip Ooh. and <laughs> is trying to get um, pretty much all of these plot lines circle around someone else trying to get with Stacy and Tommy being like, no, um, no, no. Um, one. Uh, oh, I remember, so I will say the spoilers for Big Wolf on Campus. I'm sorry. If you haven't seen it already, you probably <laughs> are not that invested in this. Um, <laughs> but I do remember being like surprising. There was a surprisingly dramatic, I think it was the second season finale. Like they fight Medusa and like Merton gets turned into stone <gasps> and it's played quite dramatically. And like, he's still like dead at the end of the episode. And I was just like, did this really happen? Because of course, as a, a young person, I was like, Forget this handsome himbo. I am all about this weedy, weird goth guy. <laughs> give, give me a nerdy goth boy. Yeah, give me a nerdy goth boy. Um, he does end up being. They do end up saving him, thankfully. Um, Bless. But there is all sorts of wacky adventures <laughs> like that, and oh, I'm trying to remember any other specific ones. It's just one of those things where like, as I am, as I was watching episodes of it, I was like, oh my God, I remember this so clearly. Yeah. Oh, there's one with an evil librarian in a bookmobile and she <laughs> scans your hand and you turn into a book. 
like about your life (laughs) which was pretty spooky that's clever (laughs) that's different yeah so there are like a few different ones um there's a whole plot line with like so as you kind of alluded to evil werewolves there's a whole plot line about evil werewolves and i think either the i think maybe just the third season but like for some reason, they need Tommy to make other people into werewolves because they can't do it themselves. The werewolf lore in this show is not very well. Not very built. clean. Not very clean. <laughs> it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And apparently it's kind of implied that like Tommy is like an oddball for being a non-evil werewolf. Like the assumption mm-hmm. is that werewolves are evil, but he's just kind of a regular dude. <laughs> Well, that that makes sense then why the the town is like, we saw a wolf and then this bad thing happened. Right. And yeah, my sister and I used to watch these episodes and love it. And I did want to, so as I, as I was researching this, I was like, this is going to be a short episode because there's not a lot (laughs) out there about this show. Um, But something that I found that was honestly kind of the best part is I found bigwolfoncampus.org which is an honest-to-goodness fan site that launched in 2000 and is still up. and oh, Like, actively just, up? Like, people still posting on it? So, not... I. There is a forum, and there are active posts in the forum. All so, of them by a woman named Penny Stark. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so, shout-out to Adam, who is the creator of that site. They are, I just read there was a thread... Um, one of the creators of Big Wolf on Campus was just on a podcast and was talking about the show. So everyone was like, hey, and now we're talking about it on another podcast. So um, hey. <laughs> but it was just so fun to like look through. Like, I feel like you, obviously you and I are people who are very entrenched in the social medias, um, <laughs> which has just been a big old mess lately. And yeah. I I miss the good old days where you had kind of these self-curated spaces um, that were not controlled by crazy billionaires. And you could just put up all of your screen caps from your favorite show and collect little quotes and write about, you know, fun behind the scenes facts and just just hang out and chill and do your thing. So I very much enjoyed perusing uh, this fan site and kind of remembering my my early days as a a trawler of the internet. Penny and I are bringing back fan sites. That's that's our new right our new goal in life. <laughs> we got to start a web ring. Yeah, just have a have a nice little code everyone can put on their site so we can all all click through. I used to spend a lot of time exploring Sailor Moon web rings. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Back in the good old days. Well, I'm going to tell you what, uh, this can give me something to do now because obviously, like many of us, um, I'm having the post spooky season slump. And uh, I did just finish Wednesday. Mm -hmm. uh, So now I don't have anything to watch. So I'm going to go through and watch Big Wolf on campus, I guess. Yeah, there (laughs) there are 65 episodes for you to enjoy. So many. Yeah, I guess uh, that's the minimum number of episodes for syndication. (laughs) And so that is how they did it. They did 22 episodes in the first and second season. And then the third season, they were like, well, we just need 21 more. So that's how many we're going to make, apparently. <laughs> and then that's they what just they did. yeeted off the face of the planet. Yes, I am definitely planning uh, to spend some more of my long weekend 
watching some some big wolf on campus and just reminiscing and i especially love it still has so like the version i think they're official i'm pretty sure it's up from like the production company Mm -hmm. that did it and it still has like the bumpers in between like oh my god remember back in the olden days where they were like this is what this show is (laughs) yeah and the big wolf on campus one it says big wolf on campus and then the big paw comes in and like claws across it so (laughs) yeah it's very much a vibe (laughs) i love like finding gems from my youth and revisiting them it's always a good time it is and i i feel like it I feel like the more I talk about like spooky things, the more I see how much like random spooky stuff I was into because I was always like, oh, yeah, like I guess once I started like watching Buffy is when I really got into like the kind of the scary like like supernatural type things. But then Mm -hmm. I am reminded of stuff like this. And I know we've like talked about um, on our like kind of nostalgia episodes, we've talked about so weird and other shows that i totally forgot that i used to watch and now i'm like oh my god i love that show it it was it was really of the time it was all happening (laughs) in that like that late 90s early aughts it was we were really entrenched in the spooky tv like era bring it back this is my official petition to bring back spooky tv for children (laughs) I, agree. I I think I said that exact sentence on the Goosebumps episode too, but I'm just Still I'm, true. I'm I'm waiting. I have no signatures currently. <laughs> I'll sign that petition, man. Thank you. Thank you I'll so much. I'll be your first signature. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, this as as predicted, it was a short one, but I am so so curious, listeners. If you watched Big Wolf on campus, please tell me. Um, apparently there was also a French version that aired in like Montreal. So there you go. got to have that French Canadian vibe. (laughs) Um, but yeah, if you were tuning in to Fox family as a youngin or, or an olden, if you're older than us (laughs) and we're like, heck yeah, heck yeah, big wolf. Uh, tell me all about it. I would love to know. Did you have a weird crush on Merton? Uh, sound off in the comments sound off uh i might we'll see what happens i might sound off what if what if this uh, i might develop a crush on merton now it's true maybe maybe you will join me and i signed your petition you can join my merton fan club and <laughs> Perfect. it'll be it'll be a good time <laughs> this kind of is giving me a little bit of like um well maybe i mean i haven't watched it obviously i don't know but it's it's reminding me a little bit of uh, idle hands with seth green like just stupid kind of dumb boys doing spooky in the early aughts and i think i'm gonna really like it because i love idle hands i hope so you'll have to report back and let me know what you think okay on it all right kevin Okay, friends, uh, thank you for joining us today and listening to all of our spooky fun. Um, If you enjoyed the show, it means so much to us if you leave a rating or review. And it appears our our guilt trip from (laughs) the previous (laughs) episode worked and some of you did leave reviews and we appreciate it so much. Midge, would you like to read one for us? I would. I hate when it does this. It says spooky chat show, but make it F. And I know there's more (laughs) to that title, but it won't let me see. Maybe. Uh, But this is a five-star review from Rebecca from Riverbank. And it says, Penny and Midge are the cool teenage cousins from my childhood. 
braver, funnier, smarter, and more stylish, and a little fabulously darker than I could ever be, but also generously willing to share their spooky escapades with a lightweight like me. (laughs) That's that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. I especially admire the sensitivity with which tough topics are addressed, like homophobia and sexism. Uh, Oh, where did I... Or, sorry, let me go back. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> like homophobia or sexism endemic to the genre's history. And of course, anything to do with Buffy. Hey, and those Victorians. Great timing. Uh, I originally came for Penny's vintage style and have so loved getting to know Midge. The dynamic just gets better all the time. Ghouls looking forward to every Tuesday. Thank you, Rebecca. I want to be someone's cool cousin. But I, again, this has happened a few times where I feel like the review tone kind of lines up with the episode where mm-hmm. I, like I've this is uh, this is very much giving hanging out with your weird cousin on Thanksgiving telling you about a, a TV show from Canada right. <laughs> that, you, you that you heard, need to be watching heard about this show. <laughs> oh my goodness uh so to see um some sweet big wolf on campus images and to <laughs> stay in touch with us uh you can follow us on instagram at ghouls night in pod and if you are looking for me personally you can find me at penny snark and you can find me across all platforms at midge munster and until next time good- goodbye bye.